I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Uh, joining us by phone today is the founder and executive director of Trustees of Color, Cynthia Primo-Martin. Welcome, Cynthia. Well, thank you so much for having me, Paul. I'm so glad you could join us today. The, the work of Trustees of Color is so important to the nonprofit sector here in Delaware. And as the uh, founder and executive director, I'd love to have you share with our uh, radio audience a, a little bit about yourself and the uh, Trustees of Color, what it is, and, and what sort of uh, prompted you to uh, get this started. Well, thank you. Uh, but, Paul, I, I am not a native Delawarean. I was born in the cold region of Rochester, New York, but uh, came to Delaware in, in the 60s with my dad, who was an Episcopal minister. Uh, and I went to the University of Delaware, and I was a teacher for many years and uh, ended up leaving to work in insurance, believe it or not, in, in Connecticut. Uh, so I've been in the corporate world, the educational world, and, and, and eventually moved back to Delaware, uh, and uh, the, the, went into the nonprofit world uh, and fundraising and marketing. Uh, and then I met my second husband, uh, Josh Martin, uh, and, and uh, together we have been on a number of boards uh, and uh, wanted to share whatever information we've had um, uh, to, and pass it on to others and, and help nonprofits uh you know, struggle with some of the the issues of this age, and but at one point, uh, I retired, and 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 uh, Josh and I were one of the few people of color who were being asked to be on nonprofit boards, and we just couldn't be on all of them. So at, uh, we decided that maybe it was a good thing to find out who else was around, who who might be a candidate. And I really went on and said, okay, let me just start an organization um, that will try to identify uh, and recruit people of color uh, to serve on Delaware's nonprofit boards and then provide service through recruitment, training, and ongoing support to both the trustees and uh, the nonprofit organization. So that's really how we got started. Well, for a full disclosure, we share an upstate New York connection. I I was born and raised in Syracuse. Oh, okay. So you know, you know, you know all about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, Trustees of Color goes back to uh, 2003, I believe. Is that yes. correct? Yes. I had some meetings at my home before that, but officially, actually, uh, it, it, it kind of, but not altogether, grew out of, a, of an event that I used to, to host um, that was called the Quintin Primo Jr. Uh, lecture series, which was about racial justice, um, and our, our, the first person we had was Desmond Tutu, who came to Wilmington, um, and uh, we had statewide coverage of that, and we did it for five years um, uh, with five different guests and made it open to the public and all that. Then it was such a big project that I said, okay, I'm going to uh, uh, have, have to let that one go, because uh, DuPont was my um, co-sponsor in the very beginning, um, and then it got to be too much for uh, a few people to handle and the kind of idle uh, was idle for a while and then we used that the primo lecture series 501c3 status and decided oh okay well maybe the trustees of color would still fulfill some of what we were trying to do with the primo lecture series which was to raise awareness um on on the underutilization of people of color in in this area so 2003 formally i i bought a board on and uh we've been working with it ever since now, what, what kinds of programs and services does uh, Trustees of Color provide? Well, well, what we try to do is, is give a uh, – uh, provide the 
uh, the knowledge um, uh, and openings for nonprofit agencies who are looking to diversify. Um, what we do is provide a newsletter um, to people that are what we consider members, trustee of trustee members, prospective trustee members. We also have prospect nonprofit organizations who are members, but we try to link those two together, and we we send out a, a, an openings list um, every other month. Um, to our uh, our uh, uh, database of people who are interested in serving on boards. So uh, it used to be when when I first started the program, we had the time and the people to actually sit down and interview interview everyone, and um, and we had a real system of matching. But um, in later in later years, it's it's come to um, the point that we're trying to do this more online and have the people. Um, respond directly to the organizations with an opening and then um, the decisions come from there but that's the first thing we do have a very extensive website and and what I offer are um, nine modules of board training um, everywhere from just uh, the generic what is a board where it's what are the responsibilities as a board member to specifics around fundraising um, finance um, uh, organization, uh, how organizations work, all of that, and it's online, um, and it's it, it's just a, a, a couple of minute read, um, and then there's some other resources that you can go to, and and I always put my name there and others um, if you have specific questions. We also have a, a mentoring program if you feel you need a um, a big sister or a big brother to help you um, as you uh, join a board and you, you, you serve, then we we have names of people who are willing to, to work with you to do that. Uh, and the, the, the probably the biggest thing we've, we, we've done is, um, and back in 2008, um, we had our first TOC Board Expo, uh, where we actually did invite uh, prospective trustees of color and nonprofit organizations to sit down um, talk with each other. Um, I believe we had a panel at that point to talk about how how it is to serve on a board from both the trustee and the nonprofit standpoint, um, and it was very successful, but expensive, uh, but successful. And uh, we have gone on to do a couple more lesser key um, expos in Lewis to try to get across the state, but we hope to do another um, board expo in Newcastle County and then try to um, alternate every other uh, year with another county, uh, get through all three counties in a three-year period. Um, and then I'm always available to network and you know bring people together small groups of people together we did we used to have training in in person training sessions we had a lot of volunteers uh, with a lot of nonprofit expertise who would do that um wasn't as well attended as we had hoped uh, people are busy so that's why we went to the online training piece but i'm now starting to work with uh, the the uh, to, to to identify more people and work with the young professionals at the urban league and sororities, fraternities, other groups to partner and, and to identify people so that we can get people in our system and then they will be there when, when nonprofit organizations or there need to be political appointments um, occur. You actually uh, just started touching on a subject, uh, a question I had in my mind, and that was how do you go about recruiting uh, individuals that, that are prospective board members? 
you know, that, that, that's my toughest, <laughs> toughest task. Uh, the matching is pretty easy. <laughs> the, uh, recruiting is uh, to get the word out and, and try to get it out without having to do expensive advertising and all of that. Um, I, I try to keep in touch with all of the uh, fraternity sororities of color, organizations in general. And I ask, I just ask people everywhere, anybody, just to say, if you see someone who's has some potential, looks like uh, would be a, a, a good person to serve on an area board, please refer them to me or refer them to the website. Uh, certainly, certainly I've asked that. Then I've tried to do um, uh, presentations to some of the, the corporate affinity groups um, to, to, to try to recruit in that way, work with the churches, try to recruit in that way. Um, I have spoken to many of the community and public relations people um, at uh, and the CRA representatives at the, at the banks um, to do that. So there are really a, a number of vehicles that are used. I believe I um, did go to uh, the, uh, the the arts, uh, uh, the, the, the annual uh, meeting in Dover and, and had a booth out there trying to recruit uh, people uh, who might be interested in, in being on board. So I, 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 whatever people suggest, I try to do, but it's, it's something that takes a constant uh, 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 energy uh, and action to be able to get people to know, number one, that nonprofits are interested in having diverse boards and then to get them to say, hey, yeah, I know, I work, my wife and I, or husband and I both work, we have young kids, uh, we don't have the time, and so on and so forth, but to convince themselves that uh, he or she might have the time, just to maybe do a committee assignment, and then maybe as time passes, they will have more time um, to serve on the board. But clearly in Delaware, we don't have enough people of color serving on um, the nonprofit and government entities. Um, they're just underutilized um, in this in our state. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because, I mean, you know, from the Division of the Arts perspective, we hear from our arts organizations that that just finding interested yeah. board members in general is, is a challenge, um, let alone, you know, really building a, a strong board that, that reflects the, you know, the, the community, a, a diverse community. Um, are there specific ways in which the organizations in the nonprofit sector can be of assistance to you in helping to either identify potential candidates for training or 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 share with you what their needs are? Yes, then thank you for asking that. Uh, I- and, and to, to, to just respond to the first part of, of what you said about it, boards in general are looking for good people, um, not only in the arts, but everywhere. Right. Uh, we, we're, we're way past the day when the DuPont Company uh, uh, or, or some other Hercules or way back and when would provide time off for employees. Right, almost a corporate <laughs> citizenship type yeah, approach. Absolutely. Yeah. And you had the CEOs of those corporations very active and, and so on and so forth. We're, we're, we're way past that time. So, um, And I should say I look for trustees of color for sure, but I have matched many people across the board um, to, to just to help out in, in, in this whole arena. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm aware and we all are aware that we just need more, more people to be involved in the nonprofit world. 
just together. But in terms of what nonprofits can do, it's still if anybody in the agency uh, um, sees or talks to someone who who they think, oh, that'd be a good person uh, to be on a board, but they don't think they've convinced that person yet to serve. Uh, always recommendations, or they, you know, they, or they've they've just seen someone and uh, in, in another in a setting where they haven't even had a chance to to meet them yet. But if they could pass on the name, that would be great too. And I think I'm going to we may do a little bit more training as we go along, and I may ask for some more help from some of the agencies to help me do some of the the, the training around around uh, the boards and and give people a chance to really talk to people who have, are actually doing the fundraising in a in an organization. So I think from that that standpoint, um, I hope to reach out and, and get some more partnerships, uh, in a sense, to, 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 to make this, help this program succeed. And I need it to succeed beyond me personally. It, it needs to become a system. Um, and, and, and I think that's where I'm working. I'm getting older and older, so I'm going to have to, not, to, to let this go at some point. But I'd love to see it a uh, systemic kind of thing and and if and if people have ideas about my website or uh, how I could change that or how we could do this differently I'm always open to that they can get me at uh, at uh, cprimo at uh, cynthia.martin at trusteesofcolor.org well I have more that I'd like to pursue here but first let me remind our listeners that you are tuned into news radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV our guest uh, by phone today is Cynthia Primo Martin, the founder and executive director of Trustees of Color, whose mission is to ensure board diversity, expanding the pool of people of color to serve on Delaware's nonprofit boards through recruitment, training, and support to boards and candidates. Uh, Cynthia, uh, with the, the individuals you work with who might be interested but somewhat uh, reluctant to sort of They'll, you know, dive into that, you know, board membership role. What, what are some of the reservations you hear from individuals and, and how does trustees of color sort of work to address those reservations? Yeah, well, well, well. Some of it, as I, I mentioned earlier, some of the reservations are just, you know, time. Do I do I have enough time to do this? And 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 I still say that we worked. Uh, I I and 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 my board and others try to say, hey, okay, whatever little bit of time you have, there is something you can do. And it may just start with a volunteer piece in an organization. Maybe there's just some project. Uh, our program you can volunteer with that can work with your schedule. So I think that that's one of the major reservations. Um, I think also people say, oh, well, what do you think I'm good at, or what do you think I could do? And and what I what I always say to people, if you want to volunteer, if you if if you want to be part of this. Then, then, then there there are all kinds of ways for for you to help. And but you need to volunteer for an organization that you really have a passion for. Um, and 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 if you don't really have a passion for it, I don't think you're going to hang on. You're 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 uh, you're, you're not going to be as interested in seeing the uh, getting this mission of this organization to be accomplished. So make sure you're passionate about it. Um, I think there certainly are, and and being very truthful, there are some some people of color who say, okay, this is an all white board. Um, I'm you know I may. Well, there are two things. I, I, I work, work in an all-white environment every day, and, and I just think I'd like a little bit more diversity on my free time. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I think 
that they don't the little bit afraid to 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 oh take a chance and so on well what I say to you know to the nonprofit organizations, if you can have more than one person of color on a board, that's wonderful. Sometimes that's very difficult, but if you at least have a couple, that makes it a little bit uh, uh, easier for uh, the person who may have some concerns about that. And I and I just said to, in general, to nonprofit boards, when you do have uh, a person who's different regardless, race, sex, whatever, um, that you really do reach out and try not to stay in your little, little uh, your, your friend groups, that you do reach out and try to make the person comfortable. Um, and I tell the same to the trustee of color. Don't stand, you know, stand back in the back of the room. You know, you go up. You start meeting people. Um, um, you, 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 you find out how this, this board operates or this committee operates, and you make sure to be a part of that and 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 not um, um, separate yourself from the group. So those are the kinds of things that we do deal with and, and questions that I do have. And, um, and and I always say, you know, if, if it's something that doesn't work out, if you're on a committee and it just doesn't work, um, then that's good to know early on. And But there are so many other boards and so many other committees that you're not you're not uh, 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 having to do this for life if this it just isn't the experience you want. Look at something else. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a really uh, really important uh, suggestion, and that is the, uh, getting involved in an organization in a in a way that is is manageable at first to really uh, to learn the organization. And you know, there as you say, there are many committee uh, projects, there uh, uh, committees, there there are projects you can work on. That that have more of a uh, uh, a, a time frame around them, so it's not a long term commitment. But you can really uh, get engaged in the organization and its work, and get a sense of the organization to to determine if that really is where you want to invest time and energy uh, as a board member. I'm 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 wondering from uh, your work with the organizations, what are the kinds of skill sets you see organizations looking for? Uh, and and sometimes the hardest to find. Yeah, well, you 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 know what is the number one that people want? <laughs> fundraising. Yeah. Fundraising. Um, uh, and and so many people, if they have not served in the nonprofit world um, or, or or been an employee in a nonprofit world, um, really don't understand it. And um, and 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 I think that there has to be enough of an explanation of what that's about that you must participate as a board board member um and that means you do have to give yourself but if you can work in other ways to identify names of people to help with coming up with fundraising activities there are lots of ways um for you to to uh participate in that part of um the organization's efforts um i they are always looking for People with finance background, clearly, mm-hmm. um, I, and, I, and I think overall, um, a lot of day, a lot of times these days we say, you know, it's nice to have business people because they have a way of looking at it uh, in another way, um, and and I think it's it's those kind of skills, teamwork, which allow you to work with other people to solve a problem or to get a job done. Um, they, they want people like that, um, and uh, you know, and, and and everybody wants certainly the CEO of every company on the board. <laughs> But that's not going to work anymore. We're going to have to do some different things. So, I and I I also think that um, you know the 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 skill sets of of um, uh, uh, being being uh, open to 
um, conversations, uh, strategic kinds of conversations. I think the, the, the strategic thinking is what boards are looking for because they need that kind of expertise more than ever to solve some of these very difficult issues that are on the table. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And and certainly I, I think the size of the organization often has an impact on what they're seeking in, in board members, smaller volunteer-run organizations. The, the board tends to be more often a, a working board where they're sort of fulfilling some of the administrative functions of the organization as well. You're right. They're, they're more hands-on, and, right. and, and, and that is something we do talk about. What are you looking for? If you're really looking for the real policy-making way at the top, then that's a different board than maybe a board that started two or three years ago and is really just building itself. So that's another um, element that needs to be discussed when we talk, when I talk and others talk to, to uh, prospective board members. Right. Now, I noticed from your website that you haven't partnered with uh, University of Delaware, Delaware Alliance for Nonprofit Advancement. So you work with other organizations as well in trying to fulfill your own mission. Yeah, I try to. Let me, let me put it that way. Um, I, you know, it, it, I I just believe in partnerships altogether, um, and that's why you know there's no one one group can't do it all. So it, we we definitely need to, to to work with others. And I'm and there is a new head of Dana, and uh, we're going to talk more and more because because um, Dana is is interested. I'm sorry, Del, well people know who Dana is. Yeah, so. Delaware Alliance for Nonprofit Advancement. Yeah. So yeah. so I and, and for them the, this whole issue that we've talked about of just trying to find people to be on boards who want to serve that's 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 a statewide issue that mm-hmm. and it's not just about people of color but it's a it's a statewide issue and we need we need to work on that and um i have tried to keep those part those uh, uh representatives from those organizations on my board um to to, to keep the conversations flowing uh and and as, my newest ones are going to be with the urban league as i said with the young professionals i'm going to work with next gen uh with the delaware community foundation and any other um organizations that are are our leadership development um uh, focused uh, because i think boards certainly board uh, service is is a leadership development opportunity for many people too Great. And with that, we need to wrap up. We're running out of time. Cynthia Primo-Martin, thank you so much for joining us to talk about Trustees of Color. Thank you, Paul.